Hey, sports fans. Thanks for stopping by. I'm Hosk, and I'm this week's Mr. Perfect. I'm Jones, and the 72 Dolphins are still the only perfect team in the NFL. I'm Kudo, and rest in peace to the first ever intercontinental champion, Pat Patterson. Canadian. Let's get into sports and stuff. What are we talking about? I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. Or not. Ball into the wild of it is first up for just a bit outside. You're an announcer with a long stick from time to time. Catch them all, Joe. You'll never hit a bigger home run in your life. It's funny to me, too. Screw up. This is your time. Now go out there and take it. On tonight's episode, we're recapping most of Week 13 in the NFL. The NHL and what a possible return to play looks like. Money Mayweather plans to knock out Logan Paul. And as always, we're ending this show with our rare stakes. This is Inter Sports and Stuff. All right, boys. Wild week in the NFL. Uh, no Thursday nighter, but we had Sunday, Monday, and right now we got Tuesday football going on. Uh, as we all predicted, um, the football team uh, knocked off the Steelers on Monday night football. Um, the Steelers are now one loss on the season. And the Redskins sit atop the mighty NFC East. You mean the football team? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> that team out of Washington. It's okay. Michael Strahan did the same problem uh, on last Sunday or something like that. He said that team, that name you're not supposed to say anymore. He forgot to call them the football I team. I feel like everyone does it. Yeah, everyone's doing it. I feel like even the commentators during the game call them the Redskins every once in a while. Yeah, but are not supposed to. They're the Washington football team. I know. I think they're keeping the name, the football yeah, team. Well, you, call the, you call the Devil Rays, the, you know, you call the Rays the Devil Rays every once in a while. You call the the Miami Marlins, the Florida Marlins. Like, you, when you make these name changes, it's going to happen. The Ducks, the Mighty Ducks? Yeah. Nobody cares about the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> but what about Charlie Conway? Adam Banks, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Cake eater. Um, yeah, so Alex Smith uh, put on a show um, really showing his ability to be a game manager and, uh, the football team, uh, really showed off that strong defense they've had and they, uh, they're playing some really nice football right now. Did you, uh, did you guys see the, the bloody sock? Yeah. yeah. With Alex. Yeah, he took yeah, a got, cleat. Got cleat. It reminded me, it reminded me of, uh, Kurt Schilling. Remember when he was pitching for the Red Sox with the yep. bloody sock? Yeah. So I, I know what happened to him so. and it's, it's happened to me. Uh, playing soccer. I used to play in a co-ed. It was like a six-on-six six, uh, co-ed soccer league. And I never played soccer in my life, but you know, I played in this because uh, my buddies were good soccer players and uh, they uh, they needed a big bruising defenseman out there or something. Um, but but I was, you know, I'm the tough guy who never played soccer, a hockey player. Uh, so I didn't wear shin pads. And uh, one game, a, a guy stepped in and he cleated me, and it, his cleats, you know, stuck into my leg and went down, and I had a big like hole in my leg. It went, you know, went down a few layers, but then, it, you know, it was it, no blood, and then all of a sudden, just blood pouring out, like it just like just gushing. So I, I know exactly what happened. The, the cleat got in the leg, and it just ripped the skin right down. And uh, yeah, do you still have the hole? I don't have. Well, it's a scar. It, it's a bit oh, okay. of an indent, but it's not. Uh, it's not like a hole. You okay. Can't stick any fingers in it or anything. Yeah, but soccer cleats aren't supposed to be steel. They're supposed to be plastic, aren't they? 
No, they're rubber, I think. It, it, was, it was a plastic cleat. It was a plastic cleat and it still did that to you? Oh. Pretty sure football cleats are plastic too. Nah, they're steels. Uh, no, I think they're a metal. No, I think they're a plastic spike. Even in the NFL? Oh, uh, yeah. Nah. I think so. So you're telling me only baseball players wear the steels? Yes, that's what I'm telling you. I don't believe it. Prove it. No, I, I got nothing to prove. <laughs> you prove, prove me oh, wrong. Come on. Prove me wrong. Jones, are you distracted over there? Well, I, I might be watching the Cowboys game right now. They How's it going? Sucks. I don't have it on. I don't know really why. They're, they're down 17-10 at the uh, halftime. Lamb just about caught a Hail Mary in the end zone, but went through his fingertips. Of course he did. Um, yeah. But, uh, well, golfers, I think, still wear steel spikes, don't they? I don't know. They're like so. rubber. I think it's soft spikes everywhere. It's, it's soft. soft. I don't I think the pro, well, maybe no, not. I think the pros are wearing soft spikes, too. Now I gotta, now I gotta do a little quick Google search here to see if, uh, they weren't NFL soft ones because all their cleats look like they're like running shoes nowadays. They're not putting steels on. Yeah, the, I think the golf cleats are like uh, a winter tire. You know, they just got they just got like thick treads, so you grip <laughs> into the ground. You know, it's uh... well, kudos. While, while Jones is looking up uh, to try to prove me wrong, they can use they can wear metal spikes. Did you see the uh, Did you see the mighty Jets get their first win of the season? Wait, what? Wait, no, they, no, they did not. They didn't. They didn't? No, they didn't. They lost? Yeah, they lost. they lost. Oh, man. I bet you their defensive coordinator, he's going to be having a rough week. Well, I think he got fired. Oh, because they lost? Yeah, oh, I would that, think so. The defensive coordinator has been the problem this whole time. The fucking Jets, you know? <laughs> the Jets uh, fucking suck. Well, we did, we did warn you about picking the, uh, the Raiders, Jones, and... Uh, I know you did. And, uh, shorts as that one came down to the wire. Eh? Like, well, good thing I had those comfy me undies on that I put on last week after I pooped myself. But, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, it was. I was. I wasn't even watching the game. I was over at my parents' house. We were. I was helping them put up their Christmas tree with all my uh, brothers and sisters. And uh, I looked at my phone, and I saw the score, and I was like. I think I texted you guys and said, I'm about to go out on a suicide pool. The Jets are actually beating the Raiders right now. And then I think I looked a minute later and I'm like, what the hell just happened? I didn't even see it live, but I went right over to a TV and found the replay of it. And I I think I read a stat somewhere that the uh, the Jets are like the first team in 720, like, games decide like last plays of the games to bring more than four pass rushers um in a situation like that like usually they rush like three guys and put everyone deep to just try and knock down the ball and they sit in man coverage and that db just as soon as as soon as Riggs stopped and then started back up he was wide open like the db had no chance yeah so i was pretty happy about it i'm not gonna lie the goddamn jets yeah they really want they and really then want uh, Trevor Lawrence, like, oh, big I think time. So. And he might not even, he might not even come out. You know, there's talks of him just staying well, back. He's getting married. He's getting married year. to a woman, so he's not coming out. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> oh, there you go. I like it, Kev. I like it. 
Yeah, but oh, that was just the worst for the Jets. Like, I thought they had it. Um, the Jags, I thought, uh, you know, were going to be be rejoicing, even though they put a scare into the into the Vikings and took them to overtime. So I was sweating my uh, survivor pick just as much as you were sweating your survivor pick, Jones, as uh, the Vikings and Jags went to overtime and split possessions in overtime before the Vikings finally closed it out. Yeah, that was uh, the Jags. Like, I don't know, were they were they trying to blow the game too, or what? You think they're trying to? They're like, they're like, oh my god, the Jets, the Jets are winning. Maybe we should uh, lose this game. No, and but then, I think they came back. I think the I think they the did Vikings come back. Were ahead. They scored. I think they scored on the like one of the last plays of, yeah, of like, the fourth quarter, and then went for two. No, they went. They scored a touchdown, got a two point conversion, and then it went. That's how it went to overtime. Well, I wasn't sweating. I knew I knew the Vikings were going to pull it out for me. There's no way it's too early, too yeah. early in their survivor season for me to be going out. Kudo, on the other hand, I was long gone. He he would have been sweating. He would have been sweating. Oh, big time. <laughs> well, he wasn't. He never. It wasn't a bird team, or they weren't playing a bird team. So I think Kudo would have been fine. Did you uh did you see the Bills game last night? Sure did. Man, they looked good. They looked good. The mighty Buffalo Bills. After the it's a, their first two possessions there, they went six straight possessions, scoring either a touchdown or a field goal, scoring points, six straight drives. This is the kind of thing so that baffles uh, me about um, like the 49ers and the Rams. Is that, like the Niners beat the Rams last week. They look real good, real sharp. Sharp money, you know, changed on on that game. I when we did our rare stakes last Tuesday. I t- I took the Bills at minus two and a half. We all took the Bills minus two and a half. And uh, going into the game, they were it was uh, the line moved and they were plus one and a half. So the move the line moved three points over the course of the week. So everybody thought the Forty ers were going to come to play. And so now, like I I just don't I can't figure out what it means for the Rams. What it means for and I guess it's the same thing with the Raiders, where they played so well in their division, and then they fucking suck against everybody else. But yeah, that NFC West division—they're all talking about like you know they're the, one of the best divisions in football, right? And record-wise, they are. But it just baffles me. Like one week the teams look so good, and then the next week they look so bad. Like even the Seahawks lost to the fucking Giants. Terrible. And the Giant—the Giants weren't even starting Daniel Jones; they were starting Colt McCoy. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't even, like, and how long's Colt McCoy been out of the league for before he came back to start this no, week? He's, uh, he's just, been in the league. He's just been a backup. He's been with the uh, yeah. the Washington football team, previously known as the Washington Redskins. Um, for he, he was with the Redskins. He wasn't with the football team. He was with the Redskins. Um, yeah. he's been the, he'd been there for uh, probably three or four years at least, uh, backing up uh, – I don't even remember who their fucking quarterback was. Oh wait, well it was Alex. It was Alex. Well, what, it was Alex Smith. It was. Alex Smith. It, was, it was. um Well, they had Griffin the third at one point. No, uh, it, it was Kirk Cousins. Then it was. Yeah. Um, Wasn't Alex Smith before Kirk Cousins? No, after. It, and then. Oh yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry. The guy. The, then they the, had Dwayne Haskins. No, the journeyman um, that had that one real good run with the Vikings before Cousins went to the Vikings. Um. Play with the Rams. Kurt Warren? He's a backup for now. No, no, no. 
Yeah, Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner played <laughs> two years ago, Kudo. <laughs> he didn't, he um, played for the Rams, did he not? Yeah, 20 years ago. He played for the St. Saint Louis Rams. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just throwing out names. Uh, trying to help you out here. Fuck. Uh, played for the Rams. Fuck, I can't remember. Are you looking it up? I'm trying to. Okay, good. Yeah, he, he's What's the guy it? that came in for the Vikings when Teddy Bridgewater got hurt. Um, Case Keenum. There you go. Who? We got it, guys. We got there. We got. We finally got there. Thank you, listeners, for coming along on that ride with us. But we uh, we finally got there. Fucking took a while. Um, in other quarterback news, the Eagles have benched the 128 million dollar worth of contract left for Carson Wentz in favor of rookie Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that it's four years. I think it's. I feel like it's two years left on on Wentz's deal, but it was a four year, one hundred and twenty eight million dollar contract. I think. All I know is I heard on the radio this morning, um, on my way to work, that if the Eagles release Carson Wentz, they'll be eating sixty not or sixty million of dead cap money next year. They can't fill that. Vo- they can't. They can't release them and get that money back. Like sixty million of it is dead money. So that's one third of the NFL salary cap is dead cap money if they release Carson Wentz. Yeah, they probably um, they probably deferred a bunch of money from this year. I think they have guaranteed. I think he's guaranteed next year, and then he's probably got buyout options after next year, or maybe the year after. Yeah. Uh, but still, think about that. $60 million, one-third of their cap. <laughs> what was that thing I, is, I thought today? Jalen Hurts was making like $850,000 for the season, and uh, Carson Wentz is making like $950,000 per game. Yeah, so there's that. Yeah. I'm not sure about the move. Like, Maybe maybe uh, the Philly – well, there's, I was going to say maybe the Philly fans will throw enough batteries at him that uh, – that he'll just quit and avoid his contract, but there's no fans there to throw the batteries at him. So. No, there's fans in Philly. Is there fans in Philly right now? There's fans in Philly, yeah. Huh. Not very many, but there's fans. I've seen, you know, barstool videos of fans fighting in the stands. And Oh, you're right. You're right. I have seen Just those. like typical Philadelphia stuff, right? Like they're fighting with each other. They're fans of the same team and they're beating the crap out of each other. Like Maybe they'll get a heavy snowfall next week. They'll be just peppering them with snowballs and he'll say... Okay, let's just void my contract. You know. Yeah, I'm just gonna just. I go thought it was always yeah. sunny in Philadelphia. Not when you're an Eagles fan. <laughs> Bazinga. Um, the Cleveland Browns fucking shit pumped my Titans in the first half, and then we gave it back to them, but we dug ourselves such a big hole that uh, there's no way out of it. Yeah, you fucked me on my rare stakes. Uh, yeah. Did you- did you guys watch any of that game? Some of it, yeah. Um, I, I watched bits and pieces. So literally, it it was just such a shit show. First, so the the Browns go down and kick a field goal. I think on their first drive, Titans are coming back and uh, they got the ball around midfield, fourth and two. They hand it off to Henry. He gets a bad spot, but he was like, he should have been like right at the line to gain. Anyways, they they turned it over. Uh, Browns go back and score. Next play, um, Henry fumbles it. Uh, Browns recover. They go down and score, and it was just like a, it was just an onslaught. Like it was just it was bad. And 
Titans have done that a lot in the first half this year. Like when they played the Steelers, they got way behind, but this one they fell even like just too far. Like what was it? It was what thirty-eight to seven, thirty-eight to ten at the half, something like that. I think so. Like, didn't we bet under like fifty-seven points, and that was ruined at halftime? We bet under fifty-three. We thought it'd be like a twenty. No, under yeah. We thought it'd be like a twenty-eight, twenty-four game, and it was uh, yeah. It was thirty-eight ten at the half, I think. Yeah. And then the Browns only scored a field goal in the second half. Titans came back and made it. Uh, it was a one-score game. I think it was 35-41-35 or something like that at the end. Yeah. That was crazy. Just a, just a shit. Just, though, yeah. Well, that first quarter basically ruins you, right? Like, Absolutely. What do you what do? You do? Pissed me off because yeah, I had the Titans then, winning by six. Fucking assholes. Well, I knew that was a bad pick. I didn't want to say anything to you. Why didn't you? I, I could have been fucking perfect. The Titans have won like one game all year by more than seven points. So to to pick them by six and a half, uh, you know, was a mistake. It was just a six. I, I think. Told you that. Yeah, they're they're a field goal team. Mm-hmm. They're like a f- most field goal winning, like most games are within six points, three to six points. I would. If say you had to take the Browns plus the six and a half points, I would have thought that's a really good pick. Kudo. Why didn't you help me out? I could have been perfect like you were this week. No, there's only one Mister Perfect from last week, Woo! and it definitely wasn't me. Um. How about uh, Survivor? So we still got two teams remaining in the second chance Survivor pool. Three teams started, two remain. One went out week one, week two, week one, early. Early, I think. I think it was week one again. You want to make another uh, just for fun uh, pick, Kudo? Uh, yeah, you're gonna have to decide here what I got. Okay, well, don't let him go before us because I don't want him to ruin who who we're gonna take. All right. Well, I already told you guys, I don't have my book with me. I'm on the road in beautiful Montreal with work. And that's probably why my audio is going to sound like crap this week. Um, but I think I haven't taken the Rams, so I'm taking the Rams. That's the the logic behind it. Thursday night are against the uh, the Pats. This could be my this could be my device, but I think the Rams are going to be okay at home with the Pats having to dry fly cross country on a Thursday night. This is if we're going to find out if the Rams are who we thought they were. Yep. Good or bad. Yep. Pretty much. Um, for my pick, I am going to take your Tennessee Titans, Kev, um, on the road at the lonely Jacksonville Jag- Jaguars. So, uh, you know, I'm hoping they can play two solid halves of football this week instead of just one. And uh, I'm going to hopefully ride Derrick Henry to victory. Yeah, it's not that they'll In- need to play two good halves this week. But, you know, I'd rather see two good halves than one, like, shit half like they had against Cleveland where they give up, like, 38 points. You know what I mean? Well, like just Derrick Henry has been known to uh, run for 200-plus yards and uh, four touchdowns in Jacksonville this time of year. So, Well, I'd really ho- I really like that because I need him for my fantasy football playoff matchup. 
next week. Yeah. So I think I missed the playoffs. First time in my franchise history, missed the playoffs. Oh. We we might have to make some uh, some managerial decisions in the off season and so, clean house. Yeah, we, we we might have to. Yeah, well, we had we dealt with some injuries though. We dealt with some injuries. George Kittle and uh, Christian McCaffrey missed the bulk of the season. So let's you know we might have to cut the GM a bit of slack, but uh, head coach might be on the hot seat. Yeah. I know about injuries, my friend. I know about injuries. So, between COVID and injuries, I think everyone on my team has missed some time. I think my team's still uh, going to be plus in the plus minus. We're going to be a plus, yeah. but we were, uh, I think we're four and eight or something like that. Maybe four and nine. Oh, it'll be five and five and eight after this week. There you go. That's 10 or 15 points on the season. Oh. All right. Any... I, think, I think that's it for football. All right. I don't think there's anything else, do you think? I don't care if there is. <laughs> no. I think we covered a majority of stuff. Cowboys suck. You know. They lost. Cowboys you heard suck. it here first. Steelers um, lose. Four. Well, you, Steelers not really lost. first because it's going to be three days for now, but the, the, the Cowboys lost to the Ravens. Um, the Steelers suck. The game's not over. Um, and the Rams suck. No, not the Rams. The 49ers suck. Got blown up by the Bills. So that was, that, we talked about Bills that. kick ass. Go Bills Mafia. Well, we talked, we talked about a bloody ankle. Are we doing a recap show or what the fuck's going on here? Um, so NHL, they are making some progress. Sounds like they're going to be voting on some sort of agreement to come back to play. Potentially starting somewhere around the 13th of January, uh, playing a 56-game schedule. Um, I haven't read too much about it, so uh, why don't you guys talk about it? Tell me, what's going on with the NHL? Pretty yeah. much what you said. I don't think they've really come out with um, too many details. I know that I read today that some players and owners would prefer if they're playing like at home, like say Toronto's playing in Toronto and whatever, that they'd prefer to have like a baseball type schedule where they might have a team come in and play like two home games against, say Toronto plays Ottawa two home games in a row and then you know, they play another couple teams a couple games in a row and then move go out on the road for a couple road trips kind of thing, instead of like the NHL schedule where it's you know, you kind of flip back and forth between home and away, but you're flying, you're going to all different cities. So they're talking about that. I did see something of a possible hybrid hub, which we I think we discussed a while ago about, you know, having like four hub cities and teams flying in, going into the hub, playing for two weeks and then going home for a week and then going back to a hub for another two weeks. And that's how they might do this season. So I think a lot of things are still up in the air. Um, a lot of it will definitely come down to border crossing here in Canada. Well, what I, it's still what I could see, 14 day quarantine. What I could see happening is like the, the all Canadian division and they play, they play each other. Maybe they do. They each do one of those uh, baseball type series. They get three games against everybody. That's what? 18 games, something like that. 
six, seven Canadian teams, six times three. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So they play 18 games like that. The American divisions, as they get realigned, do the same kind of thing. Um, and then maybe you get some hubs going where you can bring teams in for two weeks. You can play another six games um, against the other divisions. So say two of the, like the Leafs and the Senators go to one bubble and they're going to take on, you know, two, they're going to, there's going to be, you know, two teams from the Metropolitan, two teams from the Pacific, two teams from the Central. And then they get their, their six games. They don't play each other while they're, while they're in that bubble. And then they go yeah. back. And, you know, I, I could see them doing something like that so that they get a variety in the schedule. And it's not like, I just don't see how, the, the seven Canadian teams can play each other 56 times. Like uh, I can't see how, how the Leafs and Canadians play each other eight times in the regular season. Like it just doesn't, it, it and then you're going to have these, the same group in the playoffs. Like it, it's just going to be a bloodbath. Like, yeah. And like, to be honest, do you really want to like, as much as you want to see the Leafs play the Habs, do you really want to see them play like eight or nine times this year against the same team right like it's just for every division though too like pittsburgh philly would have to play eight or nine times and it's just i don't know yeah you want to keep the rivalries fresh right like and and you want to see montreal boston or toronto boston you want to see like like the american teams could could theoretically still still go around right but the Canadian yeah, team, sure. somebody say like, like Ottawa, who's got a young team. There's a lot of good Canadian teams, uh, so Ottawa could end up, you know, taking a beat down, and it could really hurt this young core because they don't, you know, if you you, you get swept by the say you get swept by the Canadians, then you got to go go out to Vancouver and play three against the Canucks, and you lose three there. Then you go to Edmonton, you got to play three against the Oilers, and like there's good quality opponents in in Canada so I think like the Senators are, are likely going to be the the lowest caliber team even though they got a lot of young talent is that going to be good for for that kind of like for their development like how how far behind is that going to put them if they're getting you know beat up by those uh by all the Canadian teams all the way through yeah I, I would uh I would say that you know that division they have a lot of quality teams, I think, in that division. You know what I mean? Like, when you look at it, how many of those teams made the playoffs last year or into the playdowns? Everyone but Ottawa, right? So six of the seven made it into those, that play-in round that they had because of COVID. So you got to think all six of those teams have a legitimate shot of making the playoffs. And now you're going to say, okay, well, only two or three of them can make the playoffs. You know what I mean? So it kind of kind of going to turn into a disadvantage for some of those teams as well. Yeah, even if you say four of them can make the playoffs, then like that's two that two additional yeah. plus Ottawa that aren't getting in. And, and if Ottawa gets hot, then, you know, it could be, you know, three good teams that don't get a chance. And then you may see some bottom feeders from the, uh, the other side that get, you know, get a chance just based on strength of schedule. So, um, yeah, it'll be very interesting to see what they what they do with it. Yeah, it could be really competitive with the Canadian teams. I think I think Ottawa's got a shot. They got Matt. What they got Matt Murray now in net. They, 
Yeah, he's decent. I, if he I plays, think, he can play well. Like I think they have a shot at winning some games and being competitive. They've got young players that are going to be developing. You know, I, I'm not. I'm not writing them off fully. Save your fucking hate tweets, Johnny Hot Wheels. We're not writing them off completely, but they. I'm not writing them off compared to the rest of them. So, yeah. Kudo, Kudo just said they're the worst team in the in the history of the NHL. That is incorrect. And, um, yeah, I cannot that's confirm what, or deny that. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing from Kudo. No. Kudo and his fuck fake you. news over there. I didn't say that. Spreading fake news. I think Ottawa's got a ch- chance this year. I think they're going to win more games than they did last year. Well, let's put it this way. If Ottawa has to play the seven Canadian teams. Well, they should easily beat the Leafs this year. A couple times. Well, if they're going to beat anyone, they're going to beat the No, Hawks. they're going to beat the Leafs. At least have no fucking defense. You guys suck. You're slow as fuck. Ottawa's going to be the... quick because they're young. You guys are old and slow, and Ottawa's going to win. Suck what it up, Buttercup. About old. Can you tell me what you're talking about old for? Who are the guys you picked off this offseason? They're all old. They're fourth-line grinders. Fourth-line old fucks, slow as hell. You guys fucking suck. Who did you pick up yeah. this offseason? Wayne yeah. Simmons. Are you going to start Shea? Who are you going to start? Shea Wayne Weaver. Wayne Simmons is 31 years old. <laughs> like... He's slow. Is Shea Weaver, is Shea Weaver going to start? Oh, yeah, big time. He's going to drop the mitts the first fucking uh, chance he gets with Wayne Simmons and fucking knock him out. And then he's going to take on Joe Thornton and rip that beard off of him like Kadri did. <laughs> well, if you it. saw anything about Joe Thornton, he shaved his beard, so... He'll grow it back. Weber's oh, got the better God. beard, anyways. Yeah, just been. because he plays for the Habs, right? No, he's got a great beard. Even when he played for Nash- Nashville, he had a great beard. The, no beard is better than Joe Thornton's beard. Maybe Brett Brent Burns. Burns. That's my spirit animal right there. Like they're the best two beards in the league. I thought Mike Ribeiro was your spirit animal. Yeah. So no, he's or Mika Zibanejad. <laughs> oh God. All right. So uh, Money Mayweather is uh, gonna get a fight uh, Logan Paul in an exhibition fight in February. So Logan Paul, who is the YouTube blogger is going to face the most decorated boxer of all time, uh, undefeated Floyd Mayweather in a boxing match. Um, I think Logan Paul has the credentials. I've, I've seen him beat up uh, like some security guards on YouTube once, and, uh, and then he, uh, he knocked out that basketball player in a, in a boxing match uh, a couple weeks ago. Nate so, Robinson. You know, I, yeah, I, I know, Kudo. I was just uh, trying to build a, build a story. Suspense. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. So I, I think it's a fair fight. What do you guys think? Well, I'm gonna tell you this. I did hear Cam Jansen, ex Guelph Storm alumni, famously known for taking his bucket off at center ice and spinning it on the ice before a fight. Um, he did not. He did say that he would not fight Logan Paul in a boxing match. Um, his reason behind it was is that he's been training for boxing matches where Cam Jansen is just a tough guy in the NHL. He just went around and threw down on skates. He didn't, you know, 
wasn't training, but let's be real here. There's no way this guy should be stepping in the ring with Floyd Mayweather. Like, training or not training, I, I think Mayweather probably just going to, what's he going to do? Just toy with the guy? Like, Well, he called everybody out after he beat Nate Robinson. Like, he called out Dylan Dennis, Conor McGregor, Floyd Mayweather. Like, everybody under the sun. He was just just looking for his next fight. Looking for money. Well, that's that pretty much it. Yeah. So I'm guessing I'm guessing that Mayweather sees him as a as a bit of a draw because he you know he's YouTube famous. He's got like 100 million followers on YouTube. So he assumes these guys are going to buy the fight. You know, he's going to get a big payday and beat him up before somebody else gets a chance to. Like you know, uh, Evander Kane was set to fight him um, after the next hockey season. Uh, Robin Leonard said he'd fight him. Yeah, there's like yeah. A, there's a laundry list of guys that want to fight him. So Mayweather's like, well, maybe I'll just cut the line. I'll take him on first, um, so that I can you know get my big payday from beating him while he's still undefeated and still uh, making noise. And then yeah. and then he can go and fight all the uh, all the amateurs and uh, build his resume up that way. Maybe he can get himself back into a contender series and fight McGregor in uh, in three years. <laughs> Yeah, well, you never know, right? Um, Mayweather's definitely going to... His production company is going to put on the fight, so he's going to be making money there. Um, he'll probably get... I'm sure they're going to try and get the fight with people in the stands somewhere in the United States that's allowing fans inside. I'm sure there's some state down there that is letting people go inside to watch these things. So Well, that... Um... Uh, Tyson Jones pay-per-view that um, that Paul fought on. Uh, it had 80 million pay-per-view uh, buys, right? So yeah, it, it's likely that you know that Floyd Mayweather will sell just as many pay-per-views just to beat up this kid, right? So did anyone watch that Tyson? Fight? No, I heard it ended up in a draw. Yeah, it ended up in a draw. That's all I heard. I heard that there was no ref. There was no judges. No, it had to be judges. No, I heard that as soon as someone drew blood, the fight was over. And if no one drew blood, the they went there however many rounds they boxed, and it was just called a draw. They did eight two minute rounds. I think they had judges that that split. Yeah, okay. I don't. I, I would imagine there had to be a ref in there. I don't think either one of those guys would have agreed to go in. Well. But I don't think Roy Jones would have agreed to go in there with Tyson without a without a ref. If they That's were if I they did. were planning to have uh, put on an actual boxing match, I don't know if it was really an actual boxing but I know, match. I don't even think he I know Holy, Holyfield's uh, lining up to fight Tyson now. I think. Oh really? Sure, he wants to. I think so. I, I heard after he didn't, and then I heard that he's ready for him. So I don't know. Is he going to lose another year? <laughs> Did you guys see before that Jones Tyson fight where uh, uh, he had a, a Roy Jones Tyson had a Roy Jones uh, cake that was like it would, like looked like his head and he, he cut the ear off it and ate it. Oh God! Sounds about right. Yeah. Hey guys. So after Jones shit his pants last week, I've been doing some soul searching and realized. It could happen to any of us. 
So I got to checking out me undies. And there are only underwear, but also robes, socks, slippers, hoodies, and more lounge and comfort wear. All made from authentically sourced micromodal <coughs> fabric. Ethically. Ethically. Made from ethically sourced micromodal fabric, which is three times softer than cotton. They have plain, flat colors or adventurous prints and designs, including Star Wars and Harry Potter themes. Simply go to getcomfy.in slash v slash into sports and stuff to check it out and to save 20% off your first order. Check out the link in the show notes. Let me tell you, those underwear, super comfortable. I've worn the same pair for almost a week now. Uh, you might want to change those. Get yourself a new pair. No, see, I got this rotation. You know, you wear them frontwards. Then you turn them around, wear them backwards. Then you can flip them out, flip them inside out, wear them frontwards and backwards. So you can get four days out of one pair. Jackpot! Right, guys, let's get into our rare steaks. <laughs> How'd you guys do last week? Oh, uh, you know, mediocre. Yeah, I, was, I was three and mediocre one. Mediocre at best. Back to my That's pretty good three and one ways. What's, what's mediocre, Jones? Uh, two and two. That's good. That's that's even, Steven. That's 500, yeah. bro. You win some, you lose some. What about you, Kev? I know you want to talk about it, so go ahead. God, that's Mr. Perfect's music. Oh, you just spit up the gum and whack it out of the air? A perfect four for four. Cats Did he not have a guy walk? Big money. What? Who was the guy that used to walk down to the ring with the guy misting him? Bobby the Brain. Mr. Perfect? Yeah. Was that Mr. Perfect? Are oh, you yeah. talking yeah. about uh, Rick the Model? Martel? The one? He used to have the perfume he'd spray? No, no, no. no. Mr. Perfect about would have the, the like... towel, and he'd always he'd throw the towel up in the air, and Bobby Heenan would and catch And he'd be it. chewing, he'd be chewing yeah. gum, and he'd spit it up in the air and, and whack it out. There you I go. I used to love doing that at ball all the time. And Mr. Perfect, spit the gum out and whack it. And he'd run the, uh, like, he'd always do those, like, promos where he'd do, like, um, different sports, and he was always Mr. Perfect. Yeah, the one where he threw the football and caught him, like, threw it to himself and caught it? Like, 100 yards down yeah. the field? <laughs> For the touchdown, Mr. Perfect. There you go. Who wants to kick us off this week? Well, I think Mr. Perfect should be starting well, think... her off, no? Yeah, I think so. All right. What, just so you guys can ride my coattails? Is that, uh... Hey. You never know. All right, well, there's a couple games off the board as we pick, so um, I found four that I like. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride. A couple I, I didn't like the line on too much, but uh, I think I'm going to be okay. Um, I've got the Colts going into Las Vegas to take on the Raiders. I'm going to take the Colts minus two and a half. Um, I've got the Green Bay Packers 
minus seven and a half at Detroit. I've got the New Orleans Saints minus seven at Philadelphia. And I've got the Washington football team uh, plus three at the 49ers. Those are my rare stakes. Perfect addition. Very good, Mr. Perfect. Go ahead, Kudo. So now I will go. And I've got the Chiefs at a minus seven against the Dolphins. The Colts at a minus two and a half against the Raiders. The Saints at a minus seven against the Eagles. And then I'm taking the Bills. Yes, that's right. Bills Mafia at a minus two and a half against the Steelers. Those are my rare stakes for the week. Fuck you guys, you know, touched every game there. Pretty much. Trying to trying to give the listeners some different picks. Um, so, here we go. Here goes nothing. I'm going to take the Kansas City Chiefs minus seven over the Miami Dolphins. I'm going to take the Tennessee Titans minus seven and a half over the Jacksonville Jaguars. And Kev, the only reason I'm doing this is because you said Derrick Henry likes to run for like four touchdowns in Jacksonville. So there's hope. Um, I'm going to take the over 55 in the Green Bay Packers Detroit Lions game. And I'm also going to take the Washington football team over the San Francisco 49ers, but I am taking that money line straight up. Washington wins the game. And those are my rare stakes. I like that. I was going to take Washington, but they're playing plus 100 plus the points. So I figure I'll just take the points tonight. Uh, but yeah, I was looking at the money line. The money line looked enticing to me too. But. Yeah, I was, I was thinking the points too, but I was like, you know what? I just feel like they're going to win the game. So why not just... Try and uh, go for the, the big win, the big follow, dub. Follow your sports guy. Yeah, exactly. Sports guy. <laughs> hey, uh, Jones, what's the update on the... Uh, what's the update on the uh, Cowboys game? Uh, they're losing. We don't even want to talk about it. No, don't play that. Not after that. <laughs> it's 24-10. Oh, yeah. Dallas has missed two field goals, and Baltimore's missed one. So that's your update. Are we going to hit the over? Well, it's 24-10. Um, over was what? 46? Yeah, I think 45 and a half. The over was 45 and a half. You're correct. And there is uh, four minutes and 40 seconds left in the th- third quarter. Um, so it's tight. Two I'm, get, I'm getting a positive payout if that entices you to anything, but not very much, like a dollar. So, uh, so yeah, there's that. Good stuff. You guys got anything else? Nope. All I got to say is CDA Lamb better score a fucking touchdown. That's all I got to say. Join us next week to hear Jones bitch about CD Lamb not scoring a touchdown. <laughs> Well, big gulps, eh? All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for joining us for our 28th episode. We appreciate all the love and support. And then the snipers came. Please give us a follow on Instagram at Into Sports and Stuff. 
Uh, follow us on Twitter at Into Sports Stuff. No and in that one. Feel free to send us your personal picks of the week and let us know any topics you want us to talk about on the show. Check out T Public and Me Undies in the show notes. And don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe in your podcast player of choice. And we'll see you next week and we'll get into sports and stuff. Producer Pat, hit the music. Bye. Bye.